0: Our next presenter is Mr. Rob Roos. Mr. Roos is a member of the European Parliament. He garnered worldwide attention for his viral video of a hearing with Pfizer executive Janine Schmall, making her admit that Pfizer's vaccine had not been tested on stopping the transmission of the COVID-19 virus. Uh, First of all, job well done. Thank you, Mr. Roos. Thank you, Senator, for for having me here. Uh, The topic of today is uh, what are they hiding, and I will speak about the WHO pandemic treaty. On December 1st, 2021, the 194 members of the World Health Organization agreed to move quickly on a treaty, agreement, or other international instrument on future pandemics. The power of the WHO, and in particular the power of the Director General, to monitor, to coordinate, and to direct, would be significantly expanded. The European Union is pushing for a legally binding pandemic treaty, but that would require a two-third majority here in the U.S. Senate. Negotiations are ongoing. I have the draft right here, but um, but it's unlikely that it would pass worldwide. Simultaneously, however, negotiations are ongoing on more than 300 amendments to the International Health Regulation. They were originally submitted by the Biden administration and they will be subject to a vote by the General Assembly of the WHO at the end of May. These amendments would not have to be ratified by any national parliament, thus enabling the WHO to circumvent national democracy. Thereby, they form the true imminent danger to freedom worldwide. Tucker Carlson made an informative segment in a show on Fox in 2022 warning the public against this Global Pandemic Treaty. It makes total sense because this is sketchier than amendments to the International Health Regulation. However, as we can see from the original amendments, if adopted, they would already give the WHO a leading, convening and coordinating role in the operational aspects of an emergency response to a pandemic. So, in short, the pandemic treaty is indeed worse, but the amendments are the true imminent danger. And the WHO seems to be in a hurry. In May 2022, there was a vote on two significant changes to the procedure of adoption a significant reduction of the periods provided for under Article 59 of the 2005 ihr in two regards. first of all the procedure for entry into force is changed. under article fifty nine paragraph two of the amended ihr there is a reduction from the original twenty four months to twelve months for the entry into force. second the period for rejection or expressing reservations on amendments to the IHR is reduced from 18 to 10 months. The vote for this change of the IHR was performed in violation of the WHR Constitution due to lack of a proof of consent. There was no vote and no record of who was present. With other words, basic procedural rules for the correct formation of a vote have been violated. The democratic process has been sabotaged. By letter, and I have have this letter over here, I have requested the Director General Tedros for proof of simple majority, but I have not received any response yet. It would surprise me, however, that something like an illegal Procedural change is going to stop the WHO General Assembly from adopting the Biden amendments to the IHR in May. If they are adopted, democracy will be sidelined in the event the WHO decides to declare a pandemic. Experts believe the WHO could then, in practice, impose lockdowns and force medical interventions and dictate medical protocols. Such a one-size-fits-all response to a pandemic crisis is foolish in geographical zones characterized by vastly different parameters, and it is of course totally undemocratic. Instead of a central bureaucratic process, we need local democratic decision-making. The WHO cannot be trusted at all. It is funded by China, by Big Pharma, and by philanthropic, uh, philanthropists. I call them oligarchs, by the way. They, there are enormous conflicts of interest. Further amendments threaten free speech and seek to increase censorship of differing opinions, potentially transforming our nation into totalitarian-like states. Conclusion, defenders of freedom on both sides of the Atlantic need to stop these amendments from coming into pass. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Roos. Just one quick question. What, what is the attitude toward these amendments uh, in the European Parliament? Are, are, you, are you an outlier or is there a great deal of resistance? Well, I think there is a, a big problem. Uh, the, the People believe that uh, the WHO is a neutral government organization, which is not. And 80% of its funding is, is coming from uh, voluntary contributions, 80%. And nobody knows, people, they do believe that it is a neutral government organization. So, there is no awareness, and, and, um, and I think that is the problem. So, in the European Union, it's not really a topic at this moment. So, I'm very happy that you are organizing this hearing and that we can raise this awareness. So, no, we need awareness, there's no doubt about it. So, thank you, Mr. Ruth.